0: Okay, so I'm here with Lindsay Van Zant. Lindsay, how are you doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you. So it's been a little while since we've seen you in the cage. Your last fight was in July. How have you been keeping since then?
1: I did a lot of moves. I moved across the country, so I've been getting better ever since. So it hasn't stopped me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um yeah. Um what's it like what was the decision to move during a pandemic then?
1: Um, I just needed a change. Um, I was getting too comfortable where I was and I needed to change up my coaching and my training panel. So I, uh, visited some gyms in, um, September and I moved in November, beginning of November. So,
0: so tell us about the team you're with now then.
1: I'm with fight Betty in Arizona, Scottsdale.
0: Yeah. Who are some of your training partners who you might know then?
1: Uh, one of my, uh, the best training panels I have is, is my boyfriend, Derek Flores. He, uh, is i mean not a lot of people know about him he's like the best flyweight filipino flash uh he's he's the best uh training partner i've ever had um he really pushes me and my stand-up has gotten so much better since i've been here and my wrestling as well so i'm really excited to be here (laughs)
0: um your last fight against alicia zapatella obviously didn't go your way but what have you been able to learn from that fight to take forward
1: Damn, I learned some girls just don't want to fight. They just want to lay on top of you and yeah. slide by and get a decision. So that's what I learned. Um, yeah. But, you know, I've I worked on a lot of stuff since then, my wrestling and stuff like that. But, I mean, to be real, I thought I won that fight. Um, I think a lot of other people did, thought I did, too. Um, I had the momentum going in the second and the third round, and I pushed the pace. I had against the cage. Um, so I don't know. But I'm sure I'll get a rematch soon. So we'll see.
0: Hopefully. Um, what differences do you notice fighting for Invicta, which is obviously an all-female organization, against like Bellator or just a mixed gender company?
1: What what was the question? I'm sorry.
0: Um, what differences do you notice fighting for Invicta being an all female organization than say Bellator?
1: Um, I mean, they run really smoothly. They they do a great job with the fighters, they really care about the fighters. I mean. Bellator really cares too. I mean, I, I literally love all the, like all the promotions I fought for Verizon, Bellator, they've all been great. Uh, differences, it's just, I don't know, I guess it's fun being on all female car. That's really the only difference. Um, and it's fun, it's fun being with all girls and it's just, it's different in that aspect. Sorry, my cats are crazy, um, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, the only difference I would say is just being with all girls, instead of being in like different rooms with, with the other guys fighting and stuff like that. It's really the only difference.
0: Your cat seems to be having fun. Yeah,
1: he wants to go outside. I just quieted him down. Um, <laughs> fun stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> two fights I want to talk about are the two Rina Kibiroto fights as well. The first one in Balatol, which oh. you won, and then the rematch over in Ryzen. Yeah. How did that rematch come about? Did you know when you fought her the first time that she might want the rematch in Japan if you were able to win?
1: Um. No, uh, It just kind of came around uh, and it got offered on like the, the coolest card of the year. So I yeah. said, why not? And I've never traveled that far for like overseas for a fight. I've always only traveled in the, in the U.S. The farthest I've ever traveled was Kansas City. So I figured why not get that experience. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that being the coolest card of the year. Talk to me about that New Year's Eve Japanese experience
1: now with Ryzen. Oh, it was so cool. I would love to do it again. Japan was amazing. All the people there are amazing. The food's amazing. The The, the crowds are so... It just. It was yeah. really cool and uh, definitely a really good experience. I mean, obviously, I wish I got the win, but, you know, shit happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. um, so what's the fight week like building up to it in Ryzen compared to something over in the States?
1: Um... They just have a lot more fans, like just being in the hotel with all the little fighters. There's just always fans in the lobby, like trying to get a picture with you or like one of the little like rising cards. So yeah. you can't, I got like swarmed a couple of times and I wasn't used to that. So I was like, oh damn, this is cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. so that, that, that's probably like the only thing that's like way different. Other than that, you still have the weigh-ins and yeah. the, the fight media and stuff like that. All
0: right, so obviously another thing with Ryzen is it's a different rule set. So how were you able to prepare in camp? Fair
1: fighting on different rules? Um. Well, we only had like a, like a month out that we had time to prepare. So it's kind of a, not a lot of time to prepare for that kind of rule change. But just I kind of kept it in mind when I was in there. We, we did some stuff, but, you know, it's always different when you're in there. So yeah, yeah not, not a lot of time to prepare in that, in that sense. But uh, like I said, I just had the, the new rules in mind and yeah. to try not to put myself in situations where <laughs> I want to get like kicked to the face on the ground yeah. or to the face on the ground. So. <laughs>
0: What, how, more much more of, how much of you was hoping you'd have a chance in that fight to throw a soccer kick to her on the ground? Oh,
1: I definitely walked some of those. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was walking more yeah. offense than defense, like, leading up. But, like, that'd be dope, like, yeah. to stand up and, like, kick her on the face while she's on the ground. But, I mean, you know, the <laughs> opportunity didn't arise. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so there's been a bit of talk recently about Adam Wade joining the UFC. I saw you shared an article about it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the current depth of that division? Do you think it has potential to grow as well with the UFC?
1: Oh, yeah. With all, like, more women doing MMA, I think for sure it's going to grow. I think it's just the beginning. And there's a lot of girls right now that people don't even know about. And like I said, like, there's a lot of girls overseas, too. So they can really definitely make a big di- division with girls from one, in. and then in the U.S., I think for sure it's going to be a deep division.
0: And then you've obviously got people like Michelle Waterson or Tisha Torres who could move. Yeah, that could
1: come down. Yeah. I'm sure they would love to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So um, one thing, (laughs) or how do you hype yourself up for a fight? Like, do you like to be calm? Do you like to get really amped? What do you do to kind of get in the right frame of mind?
1: I usually, I like to be calm. Um, I usually pick my fight music on how I'm feeling, like if I need to be amped up or if I need to be, like, chill. Um, But for the most part, I go in there pretty calm. I'm usually – I'm I'm always really excited, but I know that if I can stay calm and relax, that I'm going to do my thing, so.
0: So what sort of music are you normally listening to before you go out there?
1: Um, I actually really don't listen to music in the back. I just pick pick my fight music based on how I'm feeling. But, like, in the back, I'm usually – like antsy and like kind of jumping around always like stretching and mobilizing and just feeling trying to f- make sure i feel good and feel warm and uh yeah usually i'm like okay let's see like go take a nap or something <laughs> and like pass some time but yeah i'm usually pretty chill in the back i don't really listen to music in the back all right. at all really i just crack jokes the whole time and talk <laughs> to people and yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um do you get nervous before fights do you feel pressure because i've spoken to some fighters who do some fighters who don't so what's your opinion on that
1: um for me I think the only pressure I really feel is on myself like I want to perform at my best as long as I perform at my best I don't care if I win or lose I just want to go in there knowing that like I was me because those fights where you just don't show up and those are like the worst kind of fights so I just want to make sure that I'm there present and doing my thing so that's my biggest thing but yeah the only pressure I feel is usually on myself because I train so hard and I've sacrificed so much that I want to make sure that I I do my best in there
0: yeah, there's been a bit of talk over the last few days, especially after the Max Holloway fight at the weekend, about people having camps with no sparring since Max doesn't spar anymore. What's your opinion on that?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's good for, brain, like, you know, keeping your brain healthy and stuff like that. Um, I think there's levels. So, like, you know, he's sparred probably so much in his day. Does he really need to spar anymore? I mean, <laughs> look at his performance. I mean, he can just, you know, keep sharp and be fine but I think that people have to realize there's like a levels to this. So like, I'm going to still spar with my yeah. fight. I mean, I don't think I'm ready to like stop sparring. I still have to yeah. know what works for me, but Max already knows what works for him. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I'm still figuring that out and, and putting stuff together. Whereas he's, he's pretty much mastered that. I mean, there's always stuff to work on obviously, but for him, I think it's just staying sharp and being ready and he'll be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you just had the one fight last year is the plan definitely to be more active this year.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I wish, I mean, I think we all wish that we were more active this yeah. year. I'll be last year with COVID, but, um, yeah, of course, I always want to fight as much as possible. I mean, the year before that, I fought, like, five times, so I am I just want to keep the keep the ball rolling, get back in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what sort of time frame are you looking at?
1: When anything anything comes assume up, it, I'm ready to go. Yeah, assume, yeah, I mean, assume, I'm assume sure Victor gonna some, wanna yeah. Yeah, i want to have some fight news soon, hopefully coming up. We'll see. <laughs> good,
0: good. Yeah. Um, so what differences has there been training during the pandemic? Have, has, what's it been for you? Has it been smaller groups? Has it been like, has the gym been closed um, at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, there was ups and downs. So well, I was in New York for most of it. Um, so yeah, I, I trained out of my house for like a month or two. Yeah. I like changed my house around and put mats <laughs> down in the living room. And, you know, did all that, trained outside a lot. Um, you know, yeah, it's been hard. It's it's definitely I think at the point where it's gotten better, obviously like everything's starting to open a little bit more with the vaccinations coming out and all that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I've always found a way to train. I think everybody else is figuring it out as well. I don't think that uh, you know it's stopped anybody because yeah. you know when there's a will is a way. So
0: yeah, MMA, not just the UFC in general, but all a lot of the major promotions seems to have done a pretty good job of being able to keep shows running and keep fighters employed essentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's still hard to find fights either way, but (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Um so who what sort of opponent are you looking at next? If Invicta give you the call, say hey, who do you want next? What are you gonna say back?
1: I'll take anybody. I feel ready for anybody. I really want that belt. So obviously, you know, Alicia's that tells on my hit list, but she probably already knows that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After that last fight, I think she definitely knows that, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. She she I'm positive <laughs>
0: <laughs> um just quickly before we finish here um mcgregor dustin barrios this weekend how do you see that fight going
1: i don't know mcgregor's good at calling his own fights and when he feels confident he feels confident so i don't know <laughs> um i'm excited for it i'll tell you that that's gonna be a, a fun card but yeah i don't i don't know how it's gonna go i'm sure so, uh, dustin likes the opportunity to take connor out so <laughs> it's definitely gonna be a, a fun night <laughs>
0: Yeah, just just lastly, um, this time next year, where do you want to be in your career? Uh,
1: the champ. First, no. I want to be the Invicta champ. And then I'm sure once Dana White sees uh, all the Adam White's put on shows that he's going to bring us to the UFC. And it'd be so dope to be the first UFC Adam White champ. That's like history making shit right there. So that is the goal.
0: <laughs> awesome. want well, to thank you for the time today. Any shout outs you want to give? Or where can people watching this follow you and find out what's going on?
1: Uh well my Instagram is damsel underscore MMA. I am coming out with new t-shirts. Uh probably be posting a little preview to that this week so people can put in their orders and stuff. Cause I will have a fight coming up hopefully soon. Waiting. I'm just getting ready. I'm like, let me get my t-shirts out. So uh stay tuned for that guys and uh order some t-shirts. They're gonna be dope. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Yeah. thank you again, Lindsay, for the time today. Best of luck this year.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks. oh, 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 oh